St. Louis, this has been the craziest 24 hours of my life. As you might notice, I'm in a new background. I moved and I'm still moving. But the St. Louis Blues also began moving in the right direction. This is all coming up on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Lock on Blues your first listen every single day. And the Blues, they had themselves a night last night at the 2023 NHL Entry Draft. My name is Haley Simon. I've been covering the NHL now for a year. This is my fifth season. And the future is so bright here in St. Louis. But first, I want to let you guys know to download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. All right, folks, last night, we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about the future and how there is a lot of promise. And then, of course, what I disliked about the draft, because obviously no team is going to draft a perfect amount of players that you like, except maybe Chicago with how they got Bedard and then they got Oliver Moore. I, it's fine. I'm a little jealous. But when it comes to here in St. Louis, we were in a retool process. We still are. This is not going to change next season, but it will change our future. So I think one thing that we need to keep in mind, St. Louis, is that we trusted Doug and he did not fail us. Not yet. But last night was a night that I honestly can tell you was one of the best nights um, recently for St. Louis. And it just proved to show that we're a team that has that promise. So let me go over all of the players that we picked, and then I'll break the players down individually. So round one, pick 10. <laughs> are you kidding me? We had, and I, you know, some of these names are, I'm going to be honest, some of these names, I don't know about you guys, are a little hard to pronounce. I'm going to have to get used to them. So if I mess it up a little bit, please do not come at me. They're just difficult to get right sometimes. And we are human here in Lockdown Blues. So we got Dabor Dabrowski. And Dabrowski is such a great player. I could not believe it. Um, Doug Cooks. I honestly didn't think he was going to fall to 10. But you know what? We got the best guy available, and that's what it is. Then at round one, pick number 25, we had Otto Stenberg, another solid pick. And then at pick 29, Theo Lindstein. So all good players in round one. Now, we didn't have any second-round draft picks, which is fine. It happens. We had in round three, though, we had two. So we had at 74, Quinton Burns. And then we had at pick 76. So almost back-to-back. We had, oh, here I go again. I'm so sorry. I, I can never ready just tell that you guys are going to be like, really, Haley? Um, Joria Pekarik, oh, I tried. And then at four, we had Jakob Stansel. We were around four pick, but that was 106. 
And then our round five, we had Paul Fisher. Thank you, Paul Fisher, because you have the easiest name to pronounce out of any of these guys, but he was our 130th overall pick. Round six, we only had one. Matt Meish. I'm so sorry, that was 170. And then round seven, whether our pick 202, we had Nikita. I hope I said that right. Sassuva, I tried. Basically, all the names were a little hard, but I did put the effort in. I do apologize because I hate messing up players' names, but for some reason, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like hockey players in particular always have the hardest names since, you know, and it's this is the cool thing about hockey is that these players come from all over the world. It's not just, you know, in the United States or Canada. It's all over. You have Germany, you have Sweden, you have Finland, you have Russia. Like, you have all of these places. So I think that makes the NHL very unique in a way, and I've always really liked that about the NHL. But in all honesty, when it comes to the NHL, we we tend to forget that this is, like, the youngest draft class. All these guys... You know, they're lucky they're even 18, a lot of them are 17, a lot of them are really young. So for them to have to endure going through a draft, even if they are a seventh round pick, right? They obviously still have talent. It is a very competitive draft class. Some might say in most recent history that this is the most competitive draft class. So one question that you guys might want to know, and again, I'm, I, my setup will be better in a little bit. Um, as I said, I moved today out of all days and I was up really late last night, uh, doing stuff with locked on blues and the draft in general. So I, you know, here I am, but we have to talk about our new center to be and Debor Devowski or divorce I, I always see this is what happens. Hail Dalbor Divorsky, 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 what's up? Welcome to St. Louis. This is an exciting kid. Um so our head of director from the scouts said, quote, really good character, works hard, pleased to make a difference. They knew that they wanted him, and this is such a steal. So who is he? Well, he's a center, which we know. His role model in the NHL is Sidney Crosby, and this is what a lot of these guys said. Um, Bedard said this. Uh, Patelli said this. A lot of the guys really like Crosby and his way of playing. And for me, it's interesting because I really, you know, didn't really care for Sidney Crosby. He's always been a penguin. But... With how these guys are, you know, you think about who we liked when we grew up, obviously, for some, it was Keith Kachuk, um, one of the best blues of all time. For some, it might have been, you know, Ovi, or could have, like, you know, I'm just throwing out names. So it's interesting that a lot of these guys really liked um, Crosby. I think that's interesting. And Crosby's one of those players where he started off in the NHL when he was really young. I believe he was 18 became the captain at 19, youngest player to become a captain. So in a way for me, even though I don't really have anything much to say about Crosby, I feel good about the sense that these guys look up to him because maybe the way that Crosby played is how they want to play at this age. And maybe that motivates them. 
what did Sydney do that I can do? So in totality, we don't have to like a team. We don't have to, we can be indifferent about a team, but we can still be happy that these players look up to somebody on that team. So Dvorsky said in his first interview as a member of the Blues organization, which is so cool to say, quote, I'm extremely happy and glad to be a part of St. Louis. And we're happy as a fan base to have him. This was such a powerful move by Dougie Armstrong, our army and, you know, army in chief, because like Burby, you get it, like Burby in chief, like <laughs> blues jokes. Um, but with the 25th pick in the NHL draft, the blues select Otto Stenberg. Otto is a solid, 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 solid player. Now, I get what you're thinking. Hale, really? I get it. Like, a lot of people, I don't think, knew who he was heading into the draft. And that's okay. Like, I'm not expecting everyone to be an expert on every single player. But at the end of the day, the Blues made the best selection possible. And a lot of people, for some reason, and I can't understand why, are upset about this. And I don't think that it's a bad thing. Yes, Otto is a center. Yes, did I want Quinton? I did, and he was still on the board. We, and by Doug could have drafted him, but obviously they saw something in Otto that they liked. And we all know, if you listen, if my everydayers that listen to Lockdown Blues, you know I went at Benson. You know I went to Musty. And Benson actually fell a little bit. I was surprised. And so did Axel was another guy that I covered. Um, a lot of the guys that I covered, we didn't end up uh, getting. None of them. But I did get one thing right. Because I did say that my boy Dougie A would choose in the first round two forwards and a defenseman. And what did he do? He chose two forwards and a defenseman. So with the final pick in the first round for that St. Louis had at pick 29, they chose defenseman Theo Lindstein. So what do I think about this first round? What would I grade it? I would grade it a B minus because Quentin Musty was still on the board, a player that I really liked. I don't think that Doug butchered it. I don't I don't think he did that. I think that he chose players that people maybe just weren't as not acknowledged or informed about, I should say. And maybe that kind of drew some concern. But overall, I mean, you can't really complain. This is a really solid group of guys in the first round. But you know what else is solid? Game time. Game time is solid. Game time is such a great ticketing service. You get your tickets. You get to see where your seat is before you buy it. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. That's all it takes. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your emails or be inconvenienced in any way. So make sure you guys download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNHL. To get $20 off your first purchase, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. All right. So the future is promising. And why is the future promising? 
Well, I just told you that in the first round, Doug drafted two centers, which means that it looks kind of unlikely that O'Reilly would come back at all. Uh, the Blues just got Kevin Hayes, who is center from the Philadelphia Flyers. So I don't necessarily think that the Blues are looking to be going back to their, I don't want to say it like this, their sloppy seconds, meaning once they moved on from a player, they moved on. So that was the end of day one, night one, <laughs> round one. This is the one thing that I'm not a big fan of with the draft is that I kind of wish, and this is just me, that they did the first two rounds in night one because it just, all the other rounds go by so quickly and throughout the day, you're like, okay, we're in round two. Oh my God, we're in round five. That's how it feels, but you know, it is what it is. I like to be able to relax and enjoy the draft. So with the 74th overall pick, and again, this is round three, the Blues didn't have any second round picks this year which is fine because I was happy with our three first rounds. We got defenseman Quentin Burns, another solid player, bigger guy. So happy about that. Then another round three pick at 76. They got left winger Yara Pekarik. So again, fast guy, mobile. And it was funny. They interviewed them together as a team. So now we're going to round four, pick 106. And the Blues got center Jakob Stansel. Now, this is interesting because, again, another center, which is going to show that they're trying to become dominant with their centers. So I think that's said a lot. And then round five, pick 138, they got defenseman Paul Fisher. Now, the thing about Paul Fisher that I like is that he has a great mobility on ice. And we're going to talk about all these prospects individually on tomorrow's episode in more detail. So I'm not going to do all the prospects that we got. But I am going to do, okay, who are our first round guys? Let's do an episode where we talk about auto. Yeah, like we can do auto for an episode. And then we'll talk about other things. So I'm just giving you a rundown because for those that didn't watch the draft or for those that are kind of upset about this, we did not have a draft here as a fan base. Other fan bases, I hate to call it teams, but the Coyotes, like the Coyotes, like I, I stuttered because I was like, oh, but the Coyotes, we did not do well. Okay, so then, dun, 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 round six, pick 170, defenseman, a lot of defense, Matthew Mayich, and then round seven, our last pick of the draft, pick 202, Nick Nikita Suzy, he's a right winger, and he's actually really good, but um, wasn't there, so uh, it kind of sucks. It's like I wish I could get some good like post game interviews. But then the director of scouting, um, Tony Feltgren, spoke, and he said, "Quote: These are talented hockey players. The future, their future Blues. I'm thrilled." So this is what I mean. The future looks bright in St. Louis. You have players that are talented, they're fast on ice, great mobility. And did Doug Armstrong do this right? Yes. Could there have been improvements? Absolutely. But overall, this was a solid draft. People that are negative, I feel like don't necessarily know anything about these players. There is a lot that goes into drafting. You don't just draft randomly. There's guys 
and women that get paid, you know, as their job to scout players and to scout these prospects. Do you know how many um, prospects there are? And yes. Would have I wanted a goalie to be drafted? Yes. And we'll get into that in a second. But it just it's one of those things where, you know, there was no trades. And it's as I said, it's not a rebuild. This team just needed some tools. And sure, some of the things were a little bit surprising, right? I'm not gonna deny that I was completely, you know, thrilled, but But it, it just goes to show that you're not going to be able to please every single person here in St. Louis. And, and it's like, it's crazy because some of these guys, I just wasn't expecting them to not get like to get selected as early as they did. So then I left it open for here in St. Louis. So that to me was interesting. Do you know what else is interesting? Bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dogs are stretch khaki shorts and they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you a truly sculptured look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon's. So if you want your bird dogs, make sure you go to birddogs.com slash NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. Folks, what did I dislike? I disliked about the draft that the Blues did not draft any goalies. That, to me, bothers me. There were so many promising goalies in this draft, and I just felt like it would have benefited St. Louis so much just to have a solid goalie, um, a young prospect, somebody that you could really mold into being the next spinner. Now, I have to say, I don't want to be too negative, but I am still hung up on the Quentin Musty situation. Musty was a player, we talked about him on here on Locked on Blues, that I really liked, and I saw him as a St. Louis Blue. I saw Zachary Benson here as a St. Louis Blue. When you don't get the players that you were excited about, that you saw potential with, it sucks. It really sucks. And there's no worse feeling than seeing a player that you liked going to another team and knowing that their career has nothing to do with the team that you cover. And Obviously, I wish these guys the best. Like, I didn't know them personally, right? I just covered them with, you know, the draft. And this entire process was insane because you have to really look at so many players in the league. But I think overall, Axel would have been such a great defender here. Benson would have been a stud here, you know. But at the end of the day, we have players that the Blues saw potential in the most. And I have to remind myself that, that the St. Louis Blues selected the guys that they thought were best for the team. Not what I thought and not what you thought, what they thought. This is why they get paid 
show on Cole called the big bucks because they, this is their job. This is their profession. And we talked about this before in lockdown blues, the goal of St. Louis, not the team, but the management is to produce a good product that consumers will buy into, which is you and I, they would not purposely not select a player that was better because they just decided, oh, well, we don't really know if we like him. They chose the best player that was available. There was a reason why Dvorsky was drafted, which was a great draft. There was reasons why Otto was drafted. There was reasons why every single one of these players that I have mentioned tonight was drafted. Yes. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. Did I dislike the fact that Quentin Musty um, was still on the board and they didn't draft him? 100%. I might need a couple days to get over that because as much as I want to listen to my own advice, as much as I want to, uh, as much as I want to just be like, you know what, I'm fine. It still bums me out because I do believe that he was one of the best players that was still up there and he would have been so great on the St. Louis Blues. But I want to know what you think. How do you think this draft was? I asked you guys on Twitter at Locked on Blues and a lot of you guys gave this draft a B. And you personally, I want to know what you think. Do you think it was a B? Do you think it was an A? Do you think it was a D or an F? I don't think it was an F. But do you think it was? And this is things that I want to know from you. You and I right now, we are in a retooling situation. We need a couple pieces. And what I think might be different than what you think, but at the end of the day, and this is again, just me having to put, you know, my stubbornness aside, St. Louis did pretty well. The St. Louis Blues did really well. My pronunciation of the guys' names maybe wasn't as well, but the team did well. They didn't butcher this draft. They kept all of their draft picks in the first round, which I was a little nervous about when there was the rumors with the Flyers and Blues potential trades. I said here on Locked on Blues, I'm a little nervous that Doug might give up some of our first round picks. He did not. I was happy about that because now we have young talent. Young talent. Let me repeat that. Talent. A word that we don't hear as often, but you and I should hear that a little bit more. Talent. Kevin Hayes, you know, he said he was excited about being a Blue, and then the Blues have a great draft. This was a good week for the St. Louis Blues. This was a good week for myself as I moved. Uh, yay, I, I hate unpacking, but <laughs> I was like, locked on Blues. This whole entire process with the draft, you and I talking to each other, getting to know each other as I am your new host of Locked on Blues, it has been some of the best weeks of my life. And I'm very serious about that. Every day being able to talk about the potential future of St. Louis and not knowing who the players would be was exciting. It was a little nerve wracking. I was a little anxious. When the blues were on the clock, I was like, my palms were sweaty, knees, you know, that Eminem song. 
but that's how I felt. And now it's like a deep breath and you know, soon it will be training camp. Well, actually this 4th of July weekend, I forgot about this. I don't know why it's on my mind. The prospects will be in their camp. So that is something to look forward to. There is so many great things coming up for the St. Louis Blues. And there are so many great things coming up here on Locked On Blues. Don't forget to subscribe. I really do appreciate it. I love when you comment. When you comment and I get to see your comment, it does warm my heart because then we get to have some hockey discussion. And that's what I love. I love talking hockey. I love talking blues hockey. And I love that my background is a brick wall <laughs> because I moved. All right. I will talk to you tomorrow for a very special episode of Locked on Blues. And until then, as always, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go blues. Mic drop.